Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. Today I've been thinking about relationships and how things are going. We're not doing so well with the COVID numbers here and we're being asked not to leave our municipality. So we continue to mainly engage online. And of course, if you have other people in your household, you have those connections as well. And I'm seeing more posts in social media from people questioning their relationships, both personally and professionally. And personally, it's reviewing what they really want. And it's good to do that on your own and really do that inner work to see what is important to me, what are my values. And it's also important to have those discussions with your partner, whether it's a roommate, whether it's a intimate relationship, whatever that relationship is. I think one of the new normal ways of looking at the world may shift to us being more aware of what we do want and what we don't want. As we've spent more time with ourselves and started to actually address our feelings or have them come up, whether we look at them or not, of course, we always have that option. We always have choice. And sometimes there's less tolerance for things that maybe went on in the past. And for some people, they don't have the skills or the knowledge to understand how to do that in a way that might be kinder, gentler than just expressing it. And for other people, they may feel blindsided by the information, thinking everything is going along just fine. And then all of a sudden you're telling me that things are not working and you want all these big changes. And they're wondering where the heck does that come from and what's been going on? Because people can have such a different perception of what's going on. For one person, that status quo may feel really comfortable and they feel comfortable with that. And when I do the motivational map with people, especially with couples, I can see that because those of us who have the relationship-based type of motivators, we like that continuity. We like that, just that routine. It feels comfortable, safe. And for others like me who are high growth, We like to continue to learn. We're the searchers, the free spirits, all of these different types of motivators that have us looking to the future. And of course, we can have too much of one at any time. So if we're too far in the future, how are we dealing with the present? We have the three clusters of relationship, achievement, and growth. And if one is overrepresented, we can be so focused in one area that we miss what we're missing out on in other areas of our lives. So if I'm so high growth and I don't even think about the relationships, then I might be making others feel like I don't 
really care about them. And that's not the truth. But unless we have that dialogue or understand what's going on, and the interesting part is that most people do not know what motivates them. One of our studies showed that only 1% of people really understand what their motivators are. So there's a lot we can learn both for ourselves and for others. And this is one piece. I think it's a really great starting point for us to see how is that important to me? What is important to me? What's important to my partner, to my friends, to my colleagues, depending on the situation? Because this can be done for individuals, couples, and for teams. And it's a really great way if you have a group coming together that doesn't just make it a team until you really understand each other and how you can work together and what's important to each other and able to express that, then you don't really know. You don't really have that sense of supporting each other. You can believe you are and doing it in some way, but if you really want to have the awareness of both yourself and others and what's important to them, then this information will help you to do that. And another group I'm in, we were talking about connection and disconnection. And with Zoom meetings now, we can meet so many people and be in different groups. And how do we keep those relationships? What does that look like? And what is that coming and going and ending and beginning and that flow look like? And I'm in the process myself of a couple of groups that are ending. And there's certain people I would like to continue having that conversation or connection with. And realistically, we only have so many hours in the day. We have different things that we need to do. And it's not always possible. And things shift as we shift out of that concentrated focus on a particular thing, unless we have something else that brings us together. So one of the things that was mentioned in one of the groups I'm in, and I often recommend it to clients, is the Honopono. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And having a closure with something before you move on to something else. And having that place of this is complete and then moving on to something else. And you may or may not have a specific type of relationship with maybe it's a couple individuals, maybe it's none. It just really depends. And you may have more capacity right now for some online relationships or phone calls or however you connect because we're not having, at least in my area, it depends where you are, of course, as many in-person relationships and that's starting to shift. So I think this is a really good opportunity for us to look at what does that new hybrid mean as we gradually increase our circle, as people get vaccinated and we move, you know, we have the two week period after, and then we have the second, if you have the vaccine that has the second dose then after that. So there's this gradual opening up of our potential circles to more in person. And for most people, that means either our biological family or family of choice. And that's usually the first place we go because we know 
the connection is deep. We can have the hugs. We can have the needs met that we haven't been able to of that touch and hugs and just being together and having just normal things or what we considered normal at the time, like having a meal together, just doing things that bring us joy. And of course, for some of us, we've had some online meals with uh, friends, family, whatever, and it helps us to a certain degree. And at the same time, as humans, we do need touch. We do need that connection, which isn't fully recognized with the online options that we have. So I'll leave you with those thoughts to really think about, am I consciously, am I aware of those endings and beginnings? Because if we're not, and we're not addressing it and letting the feelings come up, they can get stuck. And then it'll come up later and create self-sabotage or reactions that aren't in line with what's actually going in, in the, going on in the moment because you're relating it to something else and something is coming up for you. So having that awareness, knowing that you have a choice, knowing that what you would like and what another person would like may not be the same. So having that courage, tapping into our vulnerability and just asking, maybe there's someone in the group, maybe just one person in the group you'd like to keep connected with. So it's like approaching them and, you know, I really enjoyed our conversations, our connections. Would you be interested in keeping connections outside of the group? And what would that look like for you? What is your time like? What would be, you know, maybe we we talk to each other every six weeks, every every second month, whatever it is that is available for your time. And so when you have that discussion and bring the other person in, it's the same with your relationships that you have in person. Maybe you need more alone time as this drags on and we are realizing things may not be the same as it was before and you don't have as many options. So for example, we had a power outage here as they replaced a transformer and I had no power for seven hours and I couldn't go to a coffee shop. We're not allowed to do that right now. The weather wasn't warm enough to just sit outside all day So I did take a drive to get an errand done that was a bit farther away and did a walk on the beach. And that really rejuvenated me. And then I came home and was able to just read. There was enough light and do things until the power came back on. So just realizing I actually looked at maybe a co-working space. And of course, some of those aren't open. Other ones were available, but didn't have the privacy that I wanted. So I just checked into options, of course, looking at what are the choices and then making that choice and and just following what I wanted to do that day, which is so wonderful when we can just follow our impulses and that puts us more in touch with ourselves and what we need and want. And it's a great way to be present with yourself so you can start the conversations and dialogues with those that you want to. 
So have a fabulous week and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.